0: All right, dads, I have an awesome guest joining me today. Derek Dillard is an accountant who served as a missionary with the SOS Ministries. He is married to Jill Duggar, who became famous from the TLC reality show, 19 Kids and Counting. Together, Derek and Jill have two children, and Derek is currently a student at the University of Arkansas School of Law. Derek Dillard will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Derek Dillard was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between Derek and I, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and next week I'm going to be hitting you guys with a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Make sure you follow me over on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out which Navy SEAL will be joining me here. Also next week on the podcast, the former star of One Tree Hill, singer and songwriter Tyler Hilton will be joining me. He portrayed Elvis Presley in the Johnny Cash biopic Walk the Line, so don't miss out on that. And get over to the First Class Fatherhood shop. My new Dads Are Essential t-shirts are going like hotcakes. Get yours at the First Class Fatherhood merchandise shop. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode as well. I do have some exciting news to share with you guys next week. I'm pumped up about that, so let's go, dads. If you could, please consider hitting me with a rating or review on iTunes, wherever it is that you enjoy listening to the podcast it really goes a long way to help me out here and as always please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life fatherhood rocks family values rule and every day is father's day right here with me and i'm gonna be right back with derek dillard i'm alec lace and you're listening to first class fatherhood Today's episode of First Class Fatherhood is being sponsored by Ladder ladder was founded by lebron james and arnold schwarzenegger to change the way supplements are made they worked with top scientists to formulate a line of clean performance products unlike other supplements every batch is tested by a third party to verify the highest standards for quality and safety now they sent me their products and i can tell you this the packaging is first rate the taste is delicious especially the strawberry lemonade energy supplement also i mixed one packet of the chocolate protein with a 12 ounce glass of milk and it was banging i would encourage everybody out there to try ladder out for yourself and right now first class fatherhood listeners can score 30% off everything site-wide at ladder.sport use the promo code better every day that's one word better every day and you're going to save 30% off the link is in today's show notes ladder.sport use the promo code better every day save 30% off and unlock your best in every situation with ladder joining me now first class father Derek Dillard welcome to first class fatherhood
1: thank you for having me Alec glad to be here
0: Let's start right here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? Uh,
1: we've got two boys. Uh, my wife Jill and I, uh, and they're four and two right now.
0: Very cool. You going for the girl? Or are you guys all done?
1: We'll see. You know, we're we're not definite one way or the other, but we're just kind of enjoying life.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got we had three boys before we went and got the girl, so we didn't have the girl yet. We'd have, we'd have five by now, but we got her. So. Uh, and she yeah. runs the show here. But uh, if you could, Derek, please uh, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
1: Sure. Uh, my name is Derek Dillard. I'm 31 years old. I've uh, been a dad now for almost five years. Um, but I grew up in uh, northwest Arkansas, uh, as did my wife and um, have since gone to other places such as uh, Nepal to do mission work and uh, to Central America after getting married with my family. So I've uh, had adventure as a single guy and adventure as a, a married guy, uh, but uh, had never left the country before uh, college and then went to Oklahoma State, uh, majored in accounting. But when my dad uh, passed away in college, it really changed my, my perspective of life. And, you know, I was pretty content, content at that point. I would just kind of, um, you know, live in my life how I thought I was a, a Christian. And had made the uh, commitment uh, at the age of nine, actually, to give my life to Jesus Christ and follow him. Uh, That's very important to me, the most important thing in my life. Uh, So that uh, defines me. Uh, But then also, um, uh, there's a lot of things that have happened since then to kind of shape my story. And uh, like I mentioned, my dad passed away when I was in college and really started thinking about how short life is and, and what really matters and what doesn't matter. Um, so much that people put a lot of weight on, um, you know, and I was a part of a church at that time in college and, uh, missions was very important, uh, going and helping people who are less fortunate and uh, sharing the hope of the gospel. And I'd never done that personally. I was supportive of it and, uh, but just never had a personal calling to do that. But then, um, ended up long story short, uh, made a commitment to go two years to Nepal, um, Again, in light of that kind of more focused realization that life is short and, and brief and we only have so much time of influence and um, knew that I would never get that time back. So I thought, hey, I can, after college, uh, go two years to Nepal. Um, you know a lot of young kids do that, like as far as adventure, whether it's going backpacking in Europe or whatever, but really wanted to, to have a focused direction during that time and, um, and give back to others. Um, not that I didn't want to get married and and have children, but just my philosophy is trying to uh, make the most of each opportunity in life, whether that's as a single person or as a, as a father, um, or as a married person without children, um, wherever you are, uh, in your path in life. Um, there's not really, you know, an end of life until you die. So, you know, I just try and it's not like life ends whenever you become a dad. A lot of people portray it that way of, you know, well, I've got kids now. So all my fun things are my past. Um, but I just try and make the most out of, um, out of whatever stage of life I'm in. So at that point, try to make the most of it. And then, but I try to make the most of, uh, just every, uh, stage of my life and, and feel that I've learned a lot from other people who've kind of taught me that along the way. Um, and that's no different with, with fatherhood. And, um, when I got back from Nepal, got married to wonderful woman and, uh, was working in uh, accounting here at the uh, home office of Walmart in Northwest Arkansas doing uh, sales and use tax audit. So, very different shift from the mountains of the Himalayas to uh, working in a cubicle doing tax audit at the Walmart home office. Uh, but then, uh, again, after our first time I was born, um, our direction shifted and we took a position with a mission organization in Central America and uh, worked down there. Uh, off and on for two years, trying to uh, help gang communities gain life skills and, and job skills training to have a uh, honest way of making a living instead of the gang lifestyle. So um, things got pretty dangerous down there, uh, as you can imagine, for a family. So just before our second son was born, we moved back to the States, and uh, through a number of circumstances, uh, personal circumstances in, in our life, ended up Pursuing law school, and I'm currently a a law student uh, here at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. So things have changed a lot, but it's always an adventure, and I wouldn't consider anything more or less an uh, an adventure from one stage of life to another.
0: Yeah, very well said, Derek. And it's quite a ride you've had here, and I can definitely relate to you there with losing your father. And sorry about that. I, I, I lost both of my parents in my early 20s, before, well, before I became a father myself. So. Um, I understand what that's all about. And, And how did becoming a father then, so how old were you then when you first became a father and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life?
1: So I was 26 when I became a dad and, uh, really helped me understand how much, um, my parents loved me and kind of what it, uh, was for them raising me now being a dad myself. I feel like I could relate to them in one sense more, uh, as well as in my faith, uh, all through the Bible, uh, there's a lot of analogies from father to son here and there. And I always just kind of like ran past that, you know, when I was younger, but then it really, um, informed a lot of my understanding of scripture after that. And I understand that, um, that, you know, things are organized the way they are to teach us more about life than just, um, the immediate relationship that we're in.
0: Yeah, very cool. And, um, so did, were you aware then when you, before you met your wife, were you aware of the, uh, the Duggars, the 19 and counting? Were you aware of that show? Had you seen it before you ever met your wife or did you know all about that before you get in and what was it like for you uh, to marry into the family?
1: So Jill and I actually grew up in the same area and I was aware of her family, uh, but then, uh, didn't get to know her until actually I was in Nepal and had just had a relationship with her dad shortly before going to Nepal Meeting him once before that and uh, corresponding with him, and then our relationship kind of grew because he would, her dad would uh, call and try and get uh, or ask me to, you know, share with him some updates from the mission field. And so our relationship grew over uh, a couple years and about a year and a half, and um, really started to see a lot of the commonalities uh, between Jill and I. And her focus was to be. well she was studying midwifery at the time um the practice of being a midwife helping women deliver babies and she wanted to use that on the mission field so we um uh, had a lot of common interest in that way and so he actually gave me her number and said hey why don't you give her a call and uh, tell her it's okay i gave her uh, gave you her number and so i didn't really know where that would lead exactly but uh, i texted her i was on vacation at the time with a buddy of mine um in Tokyo climbing Mount Fuji and uh, had some downtime. So we actually talked uh, a couple of times on YouTube and I think 11 hours combined between the first two uh, Skype calls that we had together and really hit it off and had a lot in common. Um, My family and her family were like uh, very politically involved in our area in Arkansas. So um, as a kid, I knew her dad is a state representative and uh, more just uh, from a distance and uh, and then really got to know her as a person and really uh, just respected where she's coming from and how genuine she was and her uh, love for people. So we really hit it off and um, had, the, had the desire to work on the mission field together and to raise our family uh, on the mission field is what we're uh, moving toward.
0: Very cool, Derek. And what about as far as discipline goes? Uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Let's face it, dads, with everything going on right now, we're all looking for new ways to get awesome gear without having to set foot in a store. And today's episode is being brought to you by Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post has the solution for this exact issue. They are a subscription-based service where you receive a themed box of awesome every month with total control over your subscription. So many unique items to choose from. They recently sent me their refresh box with shampoo, conditioner, hair styling paste, face cleanser, and so much more. It really added a touch of class to my morning routine. Each box is packed with over $75 worth of gear, but only costs you $45. And as a bonus, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off their first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter the promo code fatherhood20 at the checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. The link is in the show notes. boxofawesome.com. Use the promo code fatherhood20 for 20% off your first box of awesome. about as far as discipline goes uh what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with
1: yeah so i think it's really important and a big uh job as a parent to uh to um train your child and that word has a really negative connotation but all it means is directing your children helping them to understand the way that life is uh, because otherwise you know people get into uh, adulthood and get a rude awakening, you know, rather learn um, your younger importance of um, good character and honesty and uh, treating people the right way. You'd rather learn that as a kid than uh, in a harsh way whenever you're older and people don't really care about your feelings as much. And, you know, if you show up to late work and they say you're fired, you know, you don't want to learn that way. You want to learn. You know the importance of, of values and and hard work at a younger age. So I feel like that's a really important aspect and role of a father in raising children. And I, and I think you, you have to. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I think it's important to um, uh, to lovingly correct them. I, I don't feel like it's right if you're ever angry because the you have to remember the goal of parenting is for their good and to understand why what they're doing is wrong and why, what they need to do is right and how that can help them.
0: Yeah. Very well said, uh, Derek. And, And on that, what you probably answered most of it there, but I was gonna say, what are the, what are some of the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids here growing up?
1: I think just, uh, uh, respect for other people is a big one and putting yourself in other people's shoes and having, um, a perspective of the world, um, that, allows you to be open-minded and um, respect other people's views and opinions, even if they might not be the same as yours, uh, to at least try and put yourself in their shoes and, um, and treat them with respect and uh, to develop a work ethic and um, to obviously learn academically, make sure that you're well-prepared for whatever uh, area of uh, whatever profession that you want to pursue and help them understand what their passions are so help them understand because they're their own person that they what they're interested in might not be what i'm interested in but i want to help them know what are they passionate about and how can they help other people through that and um and give back to society that way
0: and right, listen right now hopefully when i put this out we'll be in a little bit of better shape here but right now the whole country the whole world is uh, is being swept over by this coronavirus. Uh, it's changed our entire uh, way we're going about business. A lot of people out of work. How are you and your family kind of handling the whole uh, uh, coronavirus and the quarantine and the whole bit?
1: Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. It's it's um, sad to see how it's affecting a lot of people in this way, and especially the older people who are more vulnerable. Uh, but we're trying to make the most of it. Um, like most other people, we're inside of our home during this time trying to do our best um, to do our part to Social distance and and see how we can have fun. Otherwise, uh, for example, two, two days ago I think it was we went fishing. So we're trying to enjoy those things that maybe we didn't do as much earlier, but we can take advantage of. So uh, speaking of fatherhood, like just looking at opportunities that I can uh, connect with my four almost five year old. You know, he's we just enrolled him in kindergarten, so uh, he's adventurous and looking for opportunities to do things like fishing. He's never been fishing before and um and in law school right now i'm on spring break so i said hey let's go uh fishing my mom doesn't live very far away and i grew up on the lake so you know we just went uh to the lake and went fishing off the the dock uh behind the house where i grew up and it's great here in arkansas they uh try to really encourage people to do that um there's a lot of guidance on what you can't do but then they're trying to do a lot to help um to help uh, break down a lot of the, the red tape to encourage people to have an outlet to do things if they're being told what they can't do helping for what they can do. So uh, for example, they uh, waived a lot of the um, fishing regulations for, uh, for kids and with permits and there's still certain regulations in place like number and size of species that you can catch, but trying to help people um, get to be able to do things like fishing without going out and getting a license in some situations so you know we just try and get up, get out and enjoy the outdoors um go on walks we go on walks probably every day uh as breaks while i'm studying uh and just hang out and try and do our part to get through this
0: yeah and you know one of the things i talk about all the time on my show here derek is that we, we have a fatherless crisis going on in the country way too many kids are growing up uh without a dad in their life or in their home or in their you know a father figure And one of the things I would hope for is that out of this thing, maybe uh, it could bring families together and have a chance to spend more time together. And maybe that could be some type of silver lining um, out of all of this. And I think I I know that you're uh, somebody that keeps God first in your life. I am as well. And I think that's another thing that's been removed so much from our society. So I think if we could get more dads back in the lives of their children and get God back involved in our society, I think those two things combined, uh, we'd see a, a vast improvement with most of the problems we have in our country here.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Very well said. I fully agree with that.
0: Um, well, what's kind of next for you here? I know you're in law school now at the moment. What, what, where are you planning on that taking you? What kind of goals or plans do you have for the future here?
1: Well, um, it's a pretty loaded question why we got into law school, but I knew coming into it that I wanted to be involved in public service. Uh, so I'm really trying to get a lot of experience in that um, as I can I worked for the, um, the state attorney general this past summer. Um, I'm currently externing at a prosecutor's office, just trying to get a lot of uh, broad experience in that area and and probably work in the public service area, whether as a a, a public defender or as a prosecutor initially, um, just when I first get out, and then kind of just try and serve and um, see where it goes from there.
0: Yeah, very cool. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Derek, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening?
1: I would say just whatever stage uh, you're in, enjoy every moment of it. Uh, You won't get it back. Uh, Everything just happens once. It's easy to get caught up in the stress of the moment, but just try and look for that silver lining, like you mentioned with coronavirus or with with difficult times. uh, Try and find uh, the positive. Enjoy your time uh, with a newborn as exhausting as it is um, because you won't have it back. And, you know, just try and uh, learn what you can and improve and enjoy it going forward.
0: Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Derek Dillard, you're a first class father. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thanks so much, Alec.
0: Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I gotta give a special thank you once again to Derek Dillard for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And once again, please, if you'd like to watch today's episode between myself and Derek Dillard, get over to my YouTube channel and hit me with a subscribe. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore lace to find out all the upcoming guest announcements. The guys that'll be joining me next week. I told you, Fresh Frogman Friday coming your way. Find out which name. Navy SEAL will be joining me. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.